Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, we're a real talk, 93.3 FM in Tallahassee, Florida. We talk about real estate. We try to be the fun side of real estate. We podcast out to Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. So you can always hear us after the fact. And then we're on the Real Talk radio site as well under Patty's Playhouse. So today we're going to talk the market because people don't believe me and I never understand why they don't. So I'm going to Show some numbers. What a great, lively introduction. <laughs> you were so peppy. I am peppy. I know. I'm I'm not peppy like two minutes before the show. It's like Howard Stern says he's not that it's person. Like you turn it on. And then the light comes on and he's like, he's Howard Stern. So that's my, what I feel like. My mind is blown. I can say, I don't know. It just makes me happy to have a microphone in my face. I don't know why. Because it's not my personality. I'd rather just be, you know, left alone in the dark <laughs> like I was a couple minutes ago. But I, I don't know. Something happens. Well, I don't know. But it goodness. is peppy. And you got to be peppy when you're talking market numbers. I mean, that, it's always so exciting. Oh, I actually love numbers. I, well, I love disproving people. <laughs> so, there is that. I really love proving people wrong. I really enjoy it. And I don't mind when people prove me wrong because I always learn something because I'm very learning-based in my in my IRL in real life. So hashtag 
Absolutely. But yeah, so we're going to talk about numbers. So everybody's so excited, so excited, so excited. The market, the market's so hot, but is it? But is it here? No, we're not San Francisco's where Shaq's selling for 700000 We're not that place. So we're it's gonna, hot. We're it's just not crazy. bring out the real numbers and discuss, right? And one day I don't bring in my glasses, too. So, Scott, how was your week? Really good. How about you? Scott Cowart, real tour. <laughs> Extraordinaire. <laughs> he was today. We were cleaning out someone's house. Listen. Patty had to go meet someone. I like to talk to myself in the third person. So Patty had to go meet someone to pick up some t-shirts for the Rita Palooza that's coming up this I weekend. I need to get mine. It's in my truck. Thank you. And from Maine. Maine. What does that mean? Bruce Lynn. For mainframe t-shirts, I think it's mainframe. How'd they turn out? Beautiful. Nice. Oh, my goodness. I hope I like them. I hope so, too. It says Rita Palooza. Well, I'm just saying it's So our good. family's little gathering is called Rita Palooza. So I had t-shirts made with fireworks for July. Should be fun. So should be fun. It'll be the third annual Rita Palooza. Nice being back this Driving week. to Kentucky so I can drink some real bourbon. Now you get a chance to be off. Mm -hmm. But we were cleaning out this house that had been vacant for, we don't know how long. We don't um, even know how long. I do not know. So we were cleaning it out, dumping stuff. Looks much better. It does. Got to say that. It does. So thank you for your teamwork. Really appreciate it. Of course. That's what I'm here for. Patty had to go meet Bruce, Bruce Lynn. What? And so that's, and then he had to go, what'd you say, sandpaper yourself? Yes. Because on, I literally got in my car to leave and swatted the back of my head so hard that <laughs> I almost hit the steering wheel because something bit me. I know. And I'm not sure if it's from the stuff I was transporting, something that got a hold of me, and or just my nerves. Oh, uh, no. Or you just felt skeevy. Like I totally felt skeevy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. so thanks for your help. So we did that today so we could get it actively listed. And we don't normally do this stuff, but I mean, you really have no choice if you want to sell a house. You just got to sometimes you got to jump do what you in and do. do it and get it done. Yeah, and we were so, dressed for it at least. Yeah, we both have a strong work ethic, so yeah. it makes it easier when you're not doing it all. I by just yourself. hope they come by to pick up all the stuff. Oh, they will. They'll be there. It's Wednesday. It's the so City of Tallahassee has bulk pickup every certain days. I have Waste Pro, so I don't get that benefit, but you do. I need to look and see when ours is. I don't know. You throw it out on Magnolia. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I, we had nothing lasts that nice long on neat. Magnolia. Yeah, I have that's to tell true. You. Ours was nice and neat, though. Well, so. it was. You didn't see the end result, but it was still neat. It was still neat. Just a we lot had of nice it. bags. There was a lot of it. Yeah, there was a lot. Mm. But this, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, and we talk real estate in Tallahassee and beyond. We're going to talk real estate in the six counties today. Um, which is Leon, Jefferson, McCullough, Gadsden, Liberty, blah, blah. So what it covers under our board of realtors. So we're going to talk the numbers. And my week was pretty stable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's rare that I have a stable week. So oh, yeah. I've just, I think I'm just uh, so adjusted to real estate that things don't really get me anymore. And people think, they assume I'm very high strung, which I am, but not in real estate. I'm not high strung. I'm only high strung about my personal life. I'm not high strung about real estate. Or, and you're not either, really. No, I'm not. I but really things don't not. bother me. Like people call, I mean, people call complain or complain about us throwing this stuff away. They called to complain. And I told the lady, I thought it was funny. I said, this isn't Facebook. You don't get to just call me and complain about something you don't even know. I was like, this isn't Yelp. 
That is the truth. She didn't. She didn't buy it though. Well, it's she, still she funny. may want to stop by today. Yeah, she might want to go through that stuff Just today. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I still don't understand, but yeah, my life is not Facebook friendly sometimes, so. I don't like just let people randomly call strangers and and complain about something they have no idea what they're complaining about. Well, everybody likes to. Uh, I know. Just sit back. Everybody and judge. thinks it's Twitter. Well, no, it's not. It, oh, what was that commercial from Geico and the maybe Geico? I think it was. Okay, so she's putting up post its on the wall, and and she's talking about. Well, I'm going to defriend you. Like pull off one of the. <laughs> pull off one of the post-it notes and she's and her friend who's also around 60 65 she goes that's not the way this works that's not the way any of this works <laughs> it isn't it is it's, not was the it, way I it think works. there was a seinfeld about that where kramer thought it was the internet and he was going to i don't know if it was seinfeld or or another um show where they were trying to create an internet where they didn't have to be online but mm. they would create i think it was seinfeld i think everything seinfeld our life is for sure. I know it's very funny, but yeah. So you can call and complain, but you should have a valid point. And, <laughs> You're and, gonna call me randomly, and, and someone because I will just throw out the "Don't Facebook yell at me." Who wants to listen? To that was funny complaint. though. I thought it was funny. She didn't think it was funny. Me laughing didn't think she didn't think that was funny either. So we're gonna talk the monthly market. Um, we get these uh, monthly numbers from the Tallahassee Board of Realtors which come from the Florida realtors. So every time there's a transaction or a listing, somebody's data mining and taking all of those figures and justifying prices. So it helps, in the appraiser side of my brain, it helps us justify our adjustments and it helps us justify the trends, which we have to, uh, appraisals are always kind of regressive, not progressive. So we're always looking behind us. It's really hard to look forward. I mean, if we could, my truck would be paid off. If we could look forward and be so accurate, that's really a challenge. And and customers want every realtor, it's not just myself, every realtor to be able to forecast. But that's, you know, you can't forecast taste. You can't forecast trends. You can't forecast, I'm going to go back, you can't forecast taste. You just can't. You can't forecast how someone's going to walk in that, which is why appraisers will always be in business. Cannot forecast going into the home and seeing gray walls versus tan walls. I can't make an adjustment for that, but I can tell the the seller there is going to be a, a marketable difference. Now, whether you want to spend the money to make the brown wall or straw wall now gray, completely different story. How you want to balance that out, but I can tell you for a fact it makes a difference. You, you see the buyer's face light up. You just know it makes a difference, but there's no... There's no adjustment for that. I can't, even though on the appraisal line, it's a, it says design and appeal. It's really hard to judge, you know, because somebody really likes yellow walls. Somebody likes the straw walls or they wouldn't have painted them straw. Well, value and likability are two different yeah, things. Yeah, but people, when they're moving into a house now, they have their standards. They want Joanna No Gaines. one wants to do anything. No one wants, in. yeah, because it costs so much to move. Yeah, I mean, closing costs in Florida are really expensive. So it does. I mean, the appraisal is four fifty. The survey's four hundred. The home inspection's probably four hundred, even for a small house. So there's a thousand dollars or more before you even do anything. So they, they don't want to. They don't want to be painting. And if the seller doesn't want to paint, you either buy. You know, what did we could say? Pay now or pay later. That's the truth. If they don't want to paint or they don't have the money to paint, then how do you adjust for that? So. 
and 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 it's it's not apparent always in the immediate sometimes and you can ask your realtor and we are doing it now is there's a coming soon section on the board of realtors and the MLS that the for sale by owners don't get to do and it doesn't really affect the statistics but it's a good test to see if you want to put a house on a market at a certain price how many showings you get or calls you get and if you don't get enough showings or calls it's something you might want to consider indication lowering sure. the price i like it so after this we're going to talk market the market detail and we're going to feel good doing it yep it's patty wilson patty's play though oh, sometimes i get a good Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We talk real estate in Tallahassee. We're on 93.3 FM. And my Facebook page is Patty's Playhouse if you want to go on there and make a comment. You can Facebook me on Facebook. You just can't do it in real life. Make, make comments. Yeah. So anyway, my number is 850-656-0009. And we're going to talk um, the monthly market. So given the numbers, we're comparing May of 2018 to May of 2017. We don't have June yet. We won't have June until the end of July. So when you're thinking of, like, what is she comparing it to? We're comparing May 2018 to May 2017. If you read real estate news, you know May is, like, the best month to list and sell. The best month. It's the most active. So it's a good barometer. So close sales for May 2018 were 352. And this is just for Leon County. And for uh, 2017 was 342. So there's only 10 different, 2.9%. There's only 10, 10 people. Number of cash sales. Because you'll have a seller say, well, I can, I'm going to get a cash buyer. Good luck on that. 64 this year, 64 last year. So Scott, what's 30, 64 divided by 352? You- like 20%. Yeah, you're trying to find out. <clears throat> 20% was cash. In so in Clearwater, because I monitor Clearwater because I live there, um, it's like 75% is cash. So cash is king down there. It's a big deal. They have so many investors. The median sale price, everyone thinks our median's like 350000 It's not. It's why? 231 I don't know why they think it. I don't know. I can't. Once you're a realtor, you can't not be a realtor. So you don't, it's hard for you to think like a non-realtor. Mm, could be. And that's why I like to talk to other people who aren't realtors to figure that out. But I don't know why they think that. And May of last year was 227. So that's gone up a whole 1.4%. So it's not gone up 10% or 20%. I've seen homes listed in Clarn Lakes for 220. And you look, it just sold like two and a half years ago for 115. It's not selling at 220. It hasn't gone up that much. It had a one car garage. It's not happening. It's just not happening. Average sale price right now is 269. Average May last year was 254. So that's a 5.9% change, but that doesn't mean that every home in Leon County has gone up 5.9%. That just means what's sold. What's sold, right? So median percent of original list price. So when it originally lists and you reduce, 
it goes back. Say you reduce three times, you've reduced 5,000, 5,000. We always want to know, well, what was the original list of sales as an appraiser? That's what I want to know. It's 98.8. So it's still pretty tight. So they're not really reducing that much when it sells in this you know, quickly. The average, uh, it doesn't give the average days on market. I wish it did. Month supply is four months. This time last year, four months. Now, four months is technically a seller's market. So five and a half months of inventory, say to six and a half, seven months of inventory is a balanced market. So right now we're still in a seller's market. But that doesn't mean that in every neighborhood, in every zip code in Leon County is a seller's market. That's not not what it means. We are um, number of active listings. It's only four more than last year at the same time. 1077 is only four more. Pending inventory. Pending is tough because realtors are realtors. We're salespeople, so we don't do everything we're supposed to do. But as soon as the house has, it's in the contract in escrow and all the contingencies have been met, the agent is technically supposed to move it from con contingent to pending sale. And that takes it out of that active inventory. But they don't always do that. So I don't believe this number. It says 220 versus 242, but it's, it's hard to really know what that is. Because the, the board doesn't really punish people for not changing it over so that they don't. So that, I mean, it's it, days to contract, 33 days. Last year was 48. So there is more, either people are getting their house ready faster. There's more urgency to buy, which everyone says there is. But the price isn't really, the sellers aren't really getting that much more overall for that house. So 33 days now and 48, because you'll have sellers who think the house should be gone in five days. For whatever reason, Leon County needs to cure. It has to sit for a little bit. People want to know, is the seller going to reduce? Unless it's so hot and beautiful, then it won't matter. Like the house we were cleaning out, if it were, if I can get it priced a little lower than it is right now, it'll sell in a, I mean, a flat second because there's nothing for sale in the neighborhood. So that's it. I mean, summary statistics for May 2018. So there's really 20% cash, which has pretty much been the same since I can remember. Cash buyers versus loan buyers needing a mortgage from the bank. So sellers, they're not going to like give you a discount because you're paying cash. Because a loan can be done. I have a loan closing in three weeks right now. So cash is two weeks. Wouldn't you wait for another week to get another, say, 15 grand? Of course you would. I just think that's interesting. It would make sense to do so. Yeah, cash over a percent year over year. The cash buyers, it's zero percent. I mean, it, it's just last year or last April, it was down 27%. So there were fewer, there were 27% fewer cash buyers in April 2018 than, than May. So it's never really been a strong market for cash here because we have mainly families who have kids who need a loan, who need to make payments for their home. So median sale price, April of 2018 was 226. March was 225. Year to date, it's still 225. So it hasn't really changed. The average median is, you know, the most common. Um, the average is 254. And the, and the month of May was 269. So if you list in April, you sell it in May, you make more money because everything uh, April and before that was less, which is kind of cool to know. So then I took, um, the we use as an appraiser, there's a form that um, USPAP and 
the feds make us use. I love that form. It's called the market conditions addendum. My husband, who's been an appraiser forever, like longer than a tree, he's like, he thinks it's worthless. But I think it's powerful. I think it's how you present it. So I took different neighborhoods that are well-known. Southwood's pretty well-known to anybody who might be listening. So that's located in 32311. Currently, there are only 50 active listings in all of Southwood. And that's a neighborhood with hundreds of homes. There's only 50 active, which is actually increasing. In um, three months ago, there was only 42. However, the inventory is still three and a half months of inventory. So if it's been on the market longer than 45 days, it's a leftover. People aren't, you have to adjust your price to get it sold. Right? When you, I mean, yeah, absolutely. So if the, yeah, if the median days is 33 days on the market it, to get money. it sold, time or money. It's time or money. If you, if there's only three months of inventory on the market, if it's been up for sale for 45 days, you need to uh, either adjust the price or adjust your marketing, which is really price. I mean, it really is. It really is. The median sale price out there is 342. So that might be why people think 300, everything's 300, is that neighborhood. The median list price is three fifty nine, which is high. It's higher than it's been. It was three fifty five. The average days on market is forty six. For the actives, so the actives are higher. Those fifty have been listed longer than the solds were listed at thirty three. I think in Southwood it may take a little longer as well, just based Why? on price point. Oh, because it's over the FHA. Correct. So FHA is the is the limit for an FHA loan, which typically people need that. So I think it just is financing and price point. Financing, yeah. But people who live in the South would know that's Correct. typically what it's going to yeah. cost. Agreed. But this is taken into account. There's million-dollar homes in Southwood. Right. So you're taking that into account. When I did this, I did the entire neighborhood. I didn't break it down into um, quadrants. Yeah, price points. Because I wanted to know overall what did it look like. And then the median sale price as a percent of list. So when you go make an offer, what you guys finally agree upon, the list, and that's the final list, not the original list, to sale price is 98.82. So it's very little, very little adjusted downward. 1.2, 1. 1.18%. And it stayed pretty consistent. And it has stayed percent. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. I think it's very interesting. I don't know what to well, yeah, so you have like, just looking at this list, so there were 50, there's two first right of refusals. So that means that two of them have another contract in the in hand. Right. And those people probably have to sell their house to move in. But other than that, everything is the lowest 258 and the highest 1.245 million in Southwood. The average is 430 and the median is 374. So that's a lot. Like the longest one, what's the longest days on market? The longest mar- days on market is 138. 138. But see, one of them, see, this is where it screws everyone up. One of them's listed twice. Well, also, I know that there's some that have been longer than that. They just probably have recently sold. Yeah, so that one was 540. Now it's reduced down to 525. Hmm. Yeah, and then you have the, uh, like, price per square foot's 135. So this is, anyway, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're going to talk neighborhoods on the other side of the break.
Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We are back. We were talking the market numbers. And if you like our music, it's on our uh, Spotify as Patty's Playhouse. There's a playlist. I think Who I'm just going like to call it Playhouse music? so I get more followers. Yeah. Drop the Patty. Some good music. It is good music if you're like 50 years old. <laughs> you don't have to be. You don't have to be. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's not required. Do you have to be? Some people haven't heard some of this music, which is kind of kind of dank. <laughs> so anyway, I took some neighborhoods, and I'm just going to go, like, Killarne, because we only have, like, such a short period of time, and I could talk about this forever. But Killarne Lakes and Killarne Estates, they're separate neighborhoods, even though they start with Killarne. So just going over that, like, the list to sale percent, so what it lists for and what it sells for, in Killarne Lakes, it's 99.65, and the average days on market is 40 30 once it's sold. So if you're over 30 days on the market, your price is too high or your condition. Just give you an idea. And it averages 235. A condition is also price. Condition is price. But that it's that's what's really hard to tell. Like it's really hard to tell like if I paint if I don't paint it, where do I go? If I don't have the money to paint my house, where do I go, Scott? Do you list it for $3,000 less or do you offer allowance or what do you do? It's just depends on who the buyers are. It just depends, right but you have to get a buyer. That's the truth. So you're better off offering an allowance just to bring a buyer in, right? Yes. Because you're in that murky area where, yes, it works on paper. It could appraise for 240 but that doesn't mean you're going to get a buyer at 240 Correct. So you've been listed 45 days. you got to reduce your price or paint your house and change your carpet. And yes, you may not make as much money as you thought, but you got we got to figure that out. We got to have that conversation. So, <coughs> so that's Killarne Estates and Killarne Lakes. So it's twenty nine days. So there is like three months there, three and a quarter months in Killarne Lakes, hardly any inventory. And then three two three one seven. So three two three one seven is the Buck Lake area. So I use the whole zip code because there's so many little neighborhoods. There's not like one big giant. PUD, which is planned urban development. So in all of 32317 is 3.35 months of inventory. And there's only 77 actives in all of 32317. So think about that. In Southwood, there were 50 actives in just one neighborhood. 32317, which I think is a bomb.com. I love that neighborhood. 77 total. And the actives in their range, what's the price? Goes from 182 to a million two. So there's not a lot. Like under the FHA, so say under 280, there's only 17. So if you're still for sale and you're under 280, it's price or condition. Even or if both. you're is over 280, it's price or or both. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then I did, um, I went to 32303 to Settler Creek, which is a nice size neighborhood with a school. Get this, there's only five. Five homes for sale. Five. And that neighborhood is... 4.29, because they only had two sales last month. Or they had seven sales last month. But they have 10 active listings, but four of those have a contract. Five of those have a contract. So there's really only five available. And the average days on market is 25. So again, if you've been up for sale for, let's see, there's one that's 64 days. It's priced too high. I can just look at it and tell you. 1989 needs a roof. Price too high. Something's wrong. It was 1,500 square feet. It's a great family home at 1,500 for 
starters. So it's either condition price or that's all I got. Piney Z, I did 32311, which is a big, gigantic neighborhood off of uh, near Tom Brown, off of Connor Boulevard. There is only total, how many actives? 21 total in that neighborhood. And that goes from 205 to 379. 205 to 379. And those are detached. That neighborhood has some townhomes in it. Mm hmm. 379. That's it. So that median is 36 days. So there's like five, one, two, three, four, five, six homes in there that are over 36 days. Price too high or condition or both, as Scott would say. Well, it, it is. One dictates the other, quite frankly. I know. But isn't it fun to like be able to review other people? And say, <laughs> oh, price too high. So much easier than reviewing. Because, I mean, when you start out as a listing agent, let's just talk. When you start out as a listing agent, it is really hard to tell a seller if your home is priced too high or its condition. That's where the experienced agents can just cut to the chase faster. And I had that problem when I started, and I'd been an appraiser for a long time. It is, it is not easy to walk into someone's own home where they've lived. That's why real estate is a different bird than any other thing you can sell. And say your house is priced too high. It's not worth what you think it is. It is... It's not easy, is it, Scott? It's not. And I think the challenge is often we believe that even initially that it might be priced a little higher, but it's hard for sellers to come to that conclusion. So often you have to put it on the market to see what the market brings because we don't dictate price. The market mm -mm. dictates price. And so that's why that coming soon so nice. It is because you can feel the market beforehand so that you don't go in at a at a number that just isn't going to work considering the things we've just spoke of. Yeah, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. So we were talking about listings and sales and what does something list for? What's it sell for? What's that percentage? So everyone wants to know, well, what would mine? <laughs> you leave a house, it's so funny. And a buyer will say, well, what's this worth? I have no clue. I got to compare it to everything else. I don't know. Somebody will pay for it. I don't know. Well, yeah, but nobody wants to overpay and the seller doesn't want to underlist. Correct, but if you underlist, the, I don't think the, you can underlist. You can't, not in this market, because truthfully, if you list it right, you should get multiple offers, which I believe would bring you a higher number versus putting it on the market at a number too high, and eventually it sits there and it gets stagnant. Because whatever reason, is it new agents or buyers are just reticent? People don't want to make a lower offer, even though, like I think I do a good job preparing the sellers for that saying you're opening a conversation. You don't want to list too low because you don't want to miss out, and they don't want to come in too high because they don't want to miss out. That's our that's our look, conundrum. That's why I exist. It's the dance. It is. So it's just opening to a conversation, but buyers are, are reticent. I read articles all the time that they're reticent to make that, that lower offer, what they perceive as a low offer. Like, what is a low offer? I think more than 20, well, in this case, more than 5% under is low. Yes. Well, if case, everything else is working, if everything else is, you know, has a roof in five years. All other things remaining constant. All of yes. that other stuff is ready to go. Like, I like to get my stuff ready to go. Like, the wood rot, like, like the wood rot has been taken care of. I know that my, my crawl space is clear. I want to know that that is done so that my seller can negotiate from strength rather than negotiate from weakness and end on the back end. And then I look like a fool. 
because I didn't prepare them, which is my only job. <laughs> my only job is to prepare people well, for what's going to happen next. Correct. Our job is to prepare them. What decisions they make is up to them. Yep. So this is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, and that's what this whole show is about, is how do we prepare people? How are we a little different than other people? And I and I and it literally fell out of my mouth last week, and I thought it was so appropriate that I, I try to be the agent that I needed and didn't have. And what did you need? I needed an agent. I We had moved to Florida, and I get upset about it to this day. I, we had moved to Florida and foreclosing on my house because we had a buyer who who was who's going to be a manager for Red Robin or something, and he decided like a week before closing, and we'd already moved with my three children and my husband at the time. He decided he wanted to poke a hole in the wall to see if there had been a fire. What? Goodness. And she didn't know how to handle it, and we were too far away. We didn't know how to handle it, and it was winter, and another buyer didn't come, and we didn't have a tenant. It was just a mess. It was a mess, an absolute mess, and then we were just too far behind, and we just let it go. And I don't want that to happen to people. Of course not. So I really do try to be the agent that I didn't have and I needed. And how does that work? How do I know how many how many payments am I behind before it works out? Or it, do I need to short sale or do I need to foreclose? And if it forecloses, the blessing to us was the house sold for almost what it was worth. So I didn't have the backlash of the debt because of the foreclosure. I just had a crappy agent. And I, I think that the realtors should have a review board that, of peers. To We should have a Yelp that says agents don't want that. They tried to do it nationally and went against it. But they should have it. So we're going to talk alcohol next, which after Yay. that I need it. <laughs> I, I get all set or I talk about that girl, man. I can't even remember her name. Thank God. But anyway, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. She just completely just, just everything just fell apart. And then you're under contract with an agent and you're in Florida and she's in Pennsylvania. What do you do? We're going to talk so alcohol. Remember? We're going to talk alcohol. So, but it, that's why I, I work really hard all go to away. fix everyone's problems. Before it becomes a foreclosure. What good can drink and do? What good can drink and do? I drink all night. Next day I feel blue Well there's a glass on the table Say it's gonna ease my pain Yeah there's a glass on the table Say it's gonna ease my pain Well I drink down the bottle Next day I feel the same Welcome back, it's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse And this is what we call Garnet and Gold Where we get to talk about spirits or in this case, gold and gold. Yeah, we're going to do gold and gold because I, I had beer this week and Scott had Believe bourbon. Not, had bourbon. Had bourbon. Well, it was a little kickoff from last week when I was in New York City. So, so you like the old fashioned? I'm trying to make a good old fashioned. I'm not saying I'm good at it yet. Is it, am, is it tough? Well, I think anytime you're making something, you're kind of perfecting it along the way. And I haven't drank enough of it yet here where I feel like that's the way it was when I was in New York City. Oh. So I can do better. You can do better. I can do better. See, I grew up just drinking, sipping my mother's bourbon and water, so... 
That's all I know. Yeah, I was drinking. My, I was drinking my mother's wine out of the refrigerator. So yeah, yeah. bourbon. Yeah. Heaven Ma- hell. Matus. Oh yeah. Do you remember? I, yes. I got so drunk. Once. I heard that's I still available. Must, At least in was... Pennsylvania, you can still get Matus, which is a rosé. Mm-hmm. You need to get me some. Yeah, I asked my brother-in-law last time I was up, could you get it? And he said, yeah, it's just more expensive. It was, but I'll find it. It was really, I mean. So you're having, what did you have? What was your bourbon? It was Colonel E.H. Taylor. And, and it, it's made by? Uh, I don't I, you it's said it's, by, a, well, it's Barton Brands. Yes. Who makes Buffalo Trace. Correct. And they were the ones who lost the other half recently of the bourbon warehouse where all the bourbon barrels fell into, uh, it crashed. And I heard recently that the other half also went. And they put in some retention ponds so that the the bourbon wouldn't get into the water supply in Bardstown. Yeah, it says uh, it, it was under this label for about 100 years, and it's been now under the Buffalo Trace. Which is Barton. Correct. Yeah. Anyways, so. this is more expensive in a smaller batch. Um, can't find it regularly at abc liquor so good luck i had to get it at market square which they had some they have one that is dare i say regular and the other is rye Mm -hmm. um i did not get the rye one uh when reading the recipes for my old fashions it says to use a good bourbon so i tried uh this one i think it was around fifty dollars for would you try it straight? Did you try it straight? I did try some straight, and it was not bad. It's just, And quite frankly, the way that I've been making this old-fashioned, it felt like it was straight at first, so I've gotten it better where it's not. The cherries have a lot to do with this. Really? So that's where that Luxardo cherry thing came into place. So um, it was, it is, was very good. I'm still not 100% at it. Um, one of the things I'm getting used to is it says to put – a um, sugar cube, which they still make sugar cubes, and I like the look they of that. They do? Yes. You can get I them, never go to the grocery store. Um, <laughs> so I put in a sugar cube and then the bitters, which I'm using the regular bitters, although they make an orange bitters, which I'm going to try. I think it might give it a little bit more flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I muddled it and then put a couple of teaspoons of club soda, which you don't have to, or you can put water. I like the club soda. And um, then ice cube or ice cubes, whichever you prefer, and then your uh How long does it take bourbon. you to do this? Not long. Not long. I mean, it, it, it probably should take longer. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it should take a little longer. I think it could take a, le- a lot less time, too. I could use simple syrup instead of muddling the sugar and the bitters and whatnot, so I'll find I'll find the rhythm after a while. Yeah, I just don't. But I, in drinking a couple Old Fashions at night, instead of drinking a bottle of wine, it just <laughs> seems to go... Much better. Much better and you drink Much, less? Or? I drink, well, I feel like I'm drinking less, but the feeling's the same. <laughs> and uh, I don't, uh, I think the caloretic side of me says I don't need Yeah, bourbon doesn't have a lot of calories, but the sugar. In comparison to. The sugar in the, I don't know how much sugar you're putting in that. Just one sugar cube. Can't be that much. So you, you have to crush, muddle yes. this sugar cube? Correct. Yes. I've been muddling all week. <laughs> <laughs> like dredging. Right. Well, I just had a summer shandy. So Chris and I, my husband and I went to Corner Pockets, which I hadn't been there forever, but Chris wanted some Old Bay wings and I was like, whatever. Um I, I don't place on Appalachian. Yeah. Okay. I like wings, but I like buffalo wings. I don't like Wait. So yeah. what kind of wings are these? Old Bay, they they cook them in Old Bay se- seasoning. But like Old still Bay for Yeah, wings. they're just wings. Okay. 
And they're like very hormonal. I mean, there's some big wings. Like mm. I said, you're going to grow breasts, Chris. Mm. I mean, <laughs> wings were huge. So we had that. And I had, I asked her what she had. And she had a summer shandy, which is Leinenkugel's beer. Uh, and it's a summer I've shandy. Been so I tried that. for them a lot. It's a f- definitely fruity. It is very fruity. It is a fruity beer. It's a wheat beer with natural lemonade flavor. It was definitely fruit beer. Hmm. It was it was nice. I could have had two, but I I don't drink two generally. But it was good. I mean, I just sipped on it, and it was not something like if it's there. If I went to a party and they had it, I might take it. But I'd rather have a blue moon over that. It was really fruity, less beery. Like I, I don't. I wouldn't. Like I don't that. know. It was just different. It's like it was the, a summertime is it like beer. That Mike's hard. No, 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 no. It's beer. It tasted beer. It didn't taste like that, but it was just it to me tasted more fruit than a blue moon or a shop top. Yeah, I like blue moon. I do too. I like the orangey flavor. It I might have too. been that it was a lemony flavor that, that I didn't be. really like. I do like an orange. But flavor. they said, is it a malt alternative? Not to me. It malt's malt. Beer's mm. beer. Colt forty five is Colt forty five. I've never had one. I never will. It's just it's just more coolery than it was, but it was beer. It definitely tastes beer. Had a nice um, foam. It was it wait. Was so this good. summer, sh- sh- summer shandy. So is that just a beer? Like the the line in Google is that? It's is- that's the brand, and summer shandy is the the type. It was just like if you have Adams Samuel Adams, right? And they have their different um, labels, like their different flavors. So the lemon one is this flavor. The summer shandy was Got the yeah. I was wondering if they Yeah, they have other ones. Something. They have a pumpkin one. and mm, No. I think, you. I know my daughter drinks line and kugels. They drink it. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm having, I'm having, <laughs> I don't like the smell of pumpkin or harvesty things, especially this time of year. Yeah. It's a little bothersome. But I love Sam Adams pumpkin beer. You're starting to love see it. Everything for Halloween. Oh, is it already now? out? See, I don't go into yes. retail stores. Yes. Thank you, Amazon. Well, I had to go looking for ribbon one day into that Hobby <laughs> Lobby, which I must say was a bit of a nightmare. That said, they had fall stuff out. They had not only the fall stuff out, but they had Christmas stuff out. No way. I, I can't make this shit up. So, should we buy our uh, Christmas bulbs now to start working on them for uh, Christmas? Yeah. Probably, because yeah. we make so many. So, um, Line and Kugels from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, it's only 4.2%. See, I'm Wisconsin. saying Wisconsin. Wisconsin, that's not worth it. <laughs> if I'm going to drink with a beer, cheese, it's going to be. Stick yeah, with cheese. I'm not going to have a higher. That grasslands was like 8%. That was good stuff. And it smelled like lemon. It was just like, it was wonder, just lemon. What, what is bourbon? I don't know. It what, depends like, what, on the bourbon. Well, I'll have to look at Like, what was yours? The Captain what? It was Colonel E.H. Taylor. Because I think wine is ABB. like like fourteen percent, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be wrong, but I think it depends. Well, it depends on the wine. You clearly, had the small batch. R- yes, the small batch non rye. Two. You put two ounces in. Oh my goodness, that's it. That's it. But it's a sipper. You don't. It's not like something you can drink. Wine, I can drink almost like it's water. But you can't do that with bourbon. It's a I mean, you could, you shouldn't, but you could. Sixty-four percent. Goodness gracious! No some more. of it's See eighty, ninety percent. So some of it's eighty to the nose. That should taste like caramel, wood, blood orange, toasted corn. No, it tastes like bourbon. <laughs> I don't know. It did have a caramelly taste. Did it? Yes, did it? it did. That one I had last week. I talked about it. it. Was supposed to be. I tasted caramel, and it was supposed to be vanilla. So. Mm. 
But yeah, it, it's a B plus on the bourbon scale. Is that good? I don't know. I, don't I just know drink it. I got nothing. Who, I'm trying to learn more when I'm talking on this. Who show determines about the scale? They have. They have people. bourbonistas. <laughs> <laughs> they got people that aren't fatty. That well. like some people say it's transcendent. It's the best they've ever tasted. Like I think Knob Creek to me is the best I've ever had. I love Knob Creek. I've had Buffalo Trace. I think it just depends on your palate and how much bourbony flavor you want. Like that one out was just so strong. It was supposed to be really good, that larceny. And I, I gave it to, to John. I just, it was just too much. I guess it's all relative to the type and amount of tasting. And what you're doing that. with it. Like I'm drinking mine straight, warm. Which is why you should have a better bottle. Right. Or, Not you, but I'm saying in general. Yeah, I do. I mean, I don't drink crap. No, no, no. I, I wasn't referring to you. I'm saying mm-hmm. that like when I started to make the old fat, <laughs> I really wasn't, believe it or not. <laughs> I, when I was reading the recipes, it all said to start with a really good bourbon because it is the foundation, clearly. Because mm-hmm. there's not much in it besides that. Those bitters are not going to well, freshen it up. Thank you for listening. It's the end of Patty's Playhouse, and we're not going to skate, so don't say that. It's not the end. It's <laughs> the end of this week. show because Patty's leaving for Kentucky. <laughs> so Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, Patty's Playhouse on Facebook, 850-656-0009. Hope you listen next week. Enjoy your weekend. We're taking questions next week.